mamas, do you ever get tired of trying to be the perfect mom or wonder how you're going to make it through the day? I know I do. I'm Kendall Yanez, a mom of two, a recovering perfectionist, and a people pleaser. Sorta. I'm still a work in progress. Being a mom is the most rewarding but hardest job you can have. Behind every kid is a mom who believes she is failing. If you're looking for a fun and safe, judgment-free community of mom to talk about all the good and bad that comes with this crazy, most beautiful thing called motherhood, you're in the right place. I have built a community membership that will be perfect just for you. I am no expert, but on this podcast, we will get real and honest. I interview moms in different walks of life. They all have different stories to share and advice to give. Rather you need advice, you're looking for clarity, or you just need a good laugh with some girlfriends, that's what we're here for. So let's walk through motherhood together. Welcome to my podcast. Mama, you're doing great. Before we start laughing, crying, and feeling all the emotions as mamas like to feel, please take a second to hit that subscribe button to this podcast so you can come back and hear more mom friends share their stories. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Kendall Yanez. Don't forget to check out mamayourdoinggreat.com to shop and to see how you can get inside a community membership and connect with other mamas just like you. Let's get started. Hey, 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 mamas. Welcome back. I'm so excited for another episode. It's a solo episode. Today, we're going to talk about babies with helmets. Um, the professional word is dock bands. We talked about it um, a little bit on episode 24 with Kimmy Allman. She has twins and her babies have the helmets right now, currently as I'm recording this. So she shares her journey a little bit about that. So if you want to listen to that one after this episode or before, either way, it's a good episode. But episode 24. So have you ever heard of Planchiocephaly? Oh, I like butchered that. Planchiocephaly torticollis. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Um, okay, so Planchiocephaly is flattening of the head. And then torticollis is like tightening in the neck. So a lot of people probably don't know what it is. I definitely did not know what it was. Um, My son, he was a few weeks old and he could only really look one way. And um, we noticed that he kind of looked one day and his head was a little tilted. So we mentioned it at his check one month checkup. She was like, okay, yeah, a little bit. Try to feed on the other side and we'll just like keep watching it. And then at two month checkup, um, the pediatrician decided to send us to physical therapy. She diagnosed him with torticollis, which is tightening of the neck muscle. So which made him lay when he laid, he'd only look like to the left. And then he was diagnosed with the flattening of the head because babies lay on, like right now, I guess in this air, like we lay our babies on the, on their backs and he can only look one way. Like he wouldn't switch and look all around. So his head wasn't like fully rounded. It was flat on one side. So as you can imagine as a first time mom and then someone that is a worrier that calls some major anxiety. So as first time parents, Shared and I were really sad and worried that, you know, the outcome of like his future, right? Like 
in that moment, we're just like, oh my gosh, like, will he be okay, right? And no parent ever wants to hear something is wrong with their child. No matter how small it may seem or how big it is, it's still big to those parents at that time in the situation. Like when you're living that situation, it's a big deal. Side note, don't ever let anyone tell you, no matter what your situation is, that it is small. It may seem small to them, but it is big to you and that is okay because it is big. It's a big deal. You want your child or you or your whatever the situation may be, you want everything to be okay. So it seems big. It's big to you. Don't let anyone tell you that it's small. Okay. Just side note. So after the two month checkup, we reached out, we found some physical therapist and we went through a program. I don't even remember what it's called. If you really want to know what it's called, you can contact me and I'll figure it out for you Um, if you're going through this. I don't mind sharing that with you. Um, I just don't have it on the top of my head and I really don't know if I should be saying their name anyways. So anyways, so basically this program, the pediatrician recommended this program because they come to your house in as little as he was. You know, we never knew like just nap times and, you know, he's sleeping two, three times a day, um, feedings and all that. So it's just a lot easier for the physical therapist to come to your house. And so she sent me this information. I contacted them. And so they had to come in. It was kind of a process of them coming in, figuring out what was going on. They asked me lots of questions, like some where I was like, what does that have to do with this physical therapy that we need to do? And so backtrack a little bit, the physical therapy would basically stretch his neck out. Would We would have to like twist and turn and just work on lots more tummy time and all that to just get his neck standing up straight, him looking all around, just like normal movement in the neck, and then hopefully to help shape in the head as well. But anyway, so they came in asking lots of questions, and I was just worried. I was anxious, had a new baby, first-time mom, and I just felt guilty and anxiety just all over me. And they would ask questions like, how often is he eating? How much do you feed him? Um, How often is he sleeping? What is his sleep schedule? What is your daily life like? Do you take him out in public? Like things that it was just like made me question myself, made me question myself as a mom. Um, Looking back now or shortly after, I realized, you know, that was their protocol. They had to ask all the questions. It was um, a government funded program. So, you know, they got to ask all the questions, which I hated because it was like, you're asking my integrity as a mom. And I knew like I had nothing to hide or I wasn't doing anything bad, but it still made me feel like, what am I doing wrong? And I was trying to take myself back into that feeling as I'm like writing this episode. And it's a lot. I just remember this like heavy feeling and this weight over me as a new mom. Like, what did I do wrong? It was my fault. I should have done more tummy time. I should have caught this sooner. Like, I'm a bad mom, which is my whole other journey of my failure and my anxiety and my postpartum. And I talk about that in the episode about therapy. You can go back to listen to that one. Um, so anyways, they were in and out of our house and they finally gave us a therapist and, um, and then they also gave us a speech therapist, which was like kind of weird because 
Lane was only three, maybe four months old at this time. I don't know. But side note, again, this doesn't really have anything to do with like what we're talking about today. It just has to do with the story. And I just want to like give you this little side note tip, moms. When you have a feeling about something that's not right, speak up. Like, I don't like confrontation and I don't really want to hurt anyone's feelings. But when this speech therapist came to my house and I was like, she has no idea what she's doing. Like, we're not even working on speech. Like, I called the company and was like, we don't need her. Like, we had PT to stretch his neck out twice a week and this speech therapist once a week. And I'm like, we don't need this. No, not happening. Like, I note again, like, these doctors, hospitals, and just upper people tell us or tell you what you have to do you don't have to do anything like you are the mom you make the decision and stand up for what is best for your family sorry I could go on a rant about this because this was like my biggest thing is I just like did everything the doctors and everything that everybody told me to do and now looking back I'm like no I don't have to do it if I don't want to do it I don't have to that's another episode. So once we got that speech therapist not coming to our house anymore, and we really could work on stuff that we needed to work on that mattered with the PT, it was amazing. Like we loved our physical therapist. She made me feel so much better as a mom. And she really did help my process with the worrying and the postpartum. She was amazing. But she did recommend that we get Lane a helmet. And she gave us the company's name and all that. But we wanted to try everything we could before concluding to the helmet. Like all day, every day, all we thought about was how to reposition him, how to do tummy time and all the things. And so we wanted to do everything we could before we went to that. Mama, let's just talk for a second. Some days we feel like we are rocking in motherhood and other days we feel like we just can't catch a break from one fail after another. But just imagine you can be patient, present and enjoying motherhood again. You could feel the joy in knowing today is a new day and whatever mistake I made yesterday, those were lessons and I will be able to put them in practice today. You will feel appreciated, heard and not so alone and feeling like you were the bad mom. I know these feelings feel impossible to feel some days, but mama, you can get there. You can stay there more often than not. There are so many other mamas out there going through the same thing you are or have been through what you're going through and can relate to your situation. That is why I created a mama community membership for mamas that need and want more support, more encouragement, more in-depth conversations, more clarity, and more confidence as a mama. Inside the Mama You're Doing Great community membership, you'll be more relatable, real, and safe conversations with other mamas. A place to bring your worries and your questions to talk about all the good, bad, and beautiful things that motherhood brings. You will get a weekly encouragement text from me, as well as lives with podcast guests answering questions you have that you didn't get from the episode. Moms, you need a safe, fun, and judgment-free zone to be yourself and to be reminded how great you are daily. What do you say, Mama? You ready to gain more confidence as a mom and not feel so alone in motherhood? Head on over to mamayourdoinggreat.com backslash membership and you'll get connected with other mamas just like you. So have you ever noticed like you hold your baby on one side or you feed your baby on one side? Like which way do you hold? Like do you do left side? Do you right side? Like do you hold the same way or 
I don't know, like we did not realize, but Jared and I both held the bottle with the right hand and put the baby on the left arm. And that was also the way that he turned. And so it was adding more pressure to like that flat side of his head. And once the PT like told us that we were like, oh, wow. So she said, let's change the way you are feeding. Try the other side. Change the way you change the stopper. Because again, it was like we laid him down and then he was like looking at us with facing the way his neck was comfortable and we needed to stretch it the other way. So like we had to basically rechange everything that we did as parents and we were just getting comfortable. I mean, he was four months old at this time and we were just like getting in the groove and knowing what to do, like feeding and changing diapers. And so that again, added more stress and more anxiety onto our like everyday lives. And the physical therapist wanted us to do tummy time 10 times a day, constantly stretching along with PT twice a week. So we, she showed us tummy time, which I love now looking, you know, I can help moms work on how to teach their child to roll and work on tummy time because like I went through it and we just did it over and over and over. And like mamas, when I say like, I love tummy time now, like I see how much benefit it does for your child. Like, again, don't get me wrong. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, I hate tummy time. Trust me. I hated it too. Like, tremendously hated it because your baby's crying. They don't like to be on their tummy. Some babies do, which is great. My child didn't because his neck was tight and it wasn't comfortable. And so as a new mom, babies are crying. You try to eliminate that. You don't like to hear your baby crying, no matter how many babies you have. Um, But I literally just remember crying over my baby crying stretching his neck and just telling him and he didn't understand but it was like I'm doing this to help you like I promise we're gonna get through this and that just added that just started my whole like postpartum journey right like I talked about in um a previous episode but I looking back now no and he doesn't remember at all right um I just know how much tummy time beneficial and was beneficial to us at the time but I could do a whole episode over tummy time but so basically the way she taught us was she wanted us to lay him on his back and roll one leg from the op- to the opposite side to teach him how to roll 10 times a day which is also stretching his neck it's hard to kind of explain without showing you but it was stretching his neck it was teaching him how to roll so he could like get on all fours and we could just get into the crawling and all that so we could stop laying on the back of our heads to prevent the flatness and you know the the list goes on right but we did this 10 times a day 10 times each time we did it like a day it doesn't seem like much but it is when your baby hates tummy time and between feedings and naps I never hit 10 times a day like I just couldn't do it but I just did the best I could So about a month and a half went by, and with every passing minute, all we thought about was how to eliminate his time from his back and how we could help correct it ourselves, trying to prevent the helmet. All we wanted to do was enjoy our new baby boy, but this head situation just consumed our lives. All we did was walk around, eat, breathe, sleep, and talk about torticollis. Like, it was a journey, and... 
once he hit four months old, we realized it wasn't getting any better. With lots of prayers, we figured, let's get the helmet. I think it's the best situation. So the helmet is completely cosmetic. It helps shape the head and prevent it from getting worse. And as I struggled with the decision of going back and forth, I struggled with like, this wasn't my plan. This is not what I want for my son. And it's hard as parents to hear that something's wrong and it's not quote unquote in your plan for your child. But guess what? We don't make the plans. God makes the plans. And even with hard things that happen and God can turn them for good. And I believe now it was a reason because I can help moms have gone through it. I can encourage them. And it is very hard to hear something's wrong with your baby. Again, don't ever let anyone tell you to do something or to not do something that doesn't fit your family. Like if like people would tell us like, don't do the helmet. That's ridiculous. He's fine. Um, It'll correct itself. And yeah, I mean, that could have been all true, right? Like, again, we don't know. We didn't know what the outcome would be. And so like me as a first time mom and Jared just supported whatever decision I wanted. Um, I just felt like I had to do everything I could to help him in his future. And so that was getting the helmet. And once we did, oh my goodness, this boy never missed a beat. He was not a good sleeper to begin with, side note. So I was super afraid like this would hurt his sleeping. He actually started sleeping better. Um, Milestone, he never missed. He was a little late on walking, but I don't think that has anything to do with the helmet. I just think that he was a chunky boy and didn't want to walk. He was so precious. Like we got to decorate the helmet. Um, we made it like a A&M football helmet, which is so cute. People never looked at us. Like that was a fear of mine that people would like judge or stare, think something was wrong with my child. They never looked at us. And if they did, it was like positivity, how cute he was. So about a week into it, I was just such at ease. I just knew, okay, this is the right decision. This is the best thing for my child at the time, our family at the time. Lane ended up with two dock bands over an eight-month period, and it was okay. Like, I think he is perfect just the way he is, and I do not regret getting it. With my daughter, she came, and I was on tummy time. Like, the day she came home, (laughs) I made sure that she was stretched, and there was no signs of any of that with her. And we went in for her two-month checkup and the pediatrician, which we had a new pediatrician at this time. She said, I think you need to consider getting a helmet for her. And I had already been through therapy with Lane, therapy for myself because I was a new mom and everything that we've gone through with Lane. And I started to seat back into that. I'm a bad mom. But it only took me about two days of soaking and realizing, heck no, I'm not a bad mom. I'm a great mom. I've done everything I could to prevent this. And this was out of my hands. And make that long story short, we ended up not getting the band for Tilden. She was a girl. We, her, She was very, very mild. And Jared and I just kind of tossed it up to 
it's just maybe the way that they were in my uterus, the way that they came out, and their head shapes are very similar. It's kind of funny. Whenever we're in the bath, I can see their head shapes. I'm like, they're very similar. Like, I think it's genetics. That's just my opinion. It's not a proven thing. But I, again, at the, the end of the day, life throws us curveballs when we least expect it. As little or as big as situation may seem to other people or to you at the time, it may, it is big. And what the devil meant for evil, God will turn for good. And I believe God turned this situation in our lives for good. And it was a big deal at the time, but now I hardly remember. And that's okay. But my advice to you, Mama, is it is a phase, whatever situation you're in. And if you're in this situation with what should you do with PT or Hellman or all that? Do what you feel comfortable with right now. Don't worry about what happens in a few months. Don't worry about what other people say. Do what's best for you, your baby, and whatever your husband and your family think is best. Because that's the only thing you can hold on to. Because once you get out of it and you make it to the other side... You're going to be stronger. You're going to learn something from that situation. And then you won't even remember it. Looking back, it was a long journey. And it was fun at times and hard at times. It protected his little head. When we took it off, he fell. And then he bumped his head. And we were like, oh, no, let's get the helmet back, right? When you're in the thick of situations, it brings lots of anxiety. And it's hard. And it seems like it'll never end. But one thing I have learned... All situations, all stages will come to an end. You will get stronger. I promise, Mama, whatever you're going through, hang in there and remember, Mama, you're doing great. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you can resonate with what you heard. If you want to get more connected with other mamas like you and feel encouraged and not so alone, head on over to mamayourdoinggreat.com backslash membership. Also, make sure to share this episode with a friend that can use some words of encouragement. It would mean so much to me if you would take a second and leave a rating or a review. There will be days you think you are failing, but until next time, remember mama, you're doing great.